So what do you want to what do you want to talk about today? Oh, I honestly don't know. Anything uh, anything exciting happened to you this week? Yeah, no, not really. Anything uh, grinding your gears? Hmm. Do you notice that up in the top right hand corner where it says how much is uploaded? Yeah. Normally so that's at like ninety, at, at least ninety percent or above, and it keeps dropping. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. It's like whatever oh, yeah. server uh, that we're on is lagging yeah. real bad today. I wonder what happens when it gets to zero. I assume that we pretty much disconnect. I don't think it'll reach zero though, um, because it'll have always uploaded some. Right. Yeah. Um, I checked my internet and I'm uploading correctly 10 millibytes per second. It could be mine. Um, I wonder if yours ever finished uploading. Because the last time we up updated, uploaded, uh, you're still never finished uploading. Yeah. I'm doing a quick speed test myself. Sure, you can. I'm getting pretty good download speeds. Yeah, I don't know what my upload is right now. It'll probably tell you after download. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting about ten up. Ten up, three hundred down. Three three sixty down. So yeah, we have the same mm -hmm. internet. <laughs> Yeah, keeps telling me that my, um, oh no, that's the server I was connected to. Oh, well, whatever. Ookla is very happy that they've done 50 billion tests. <sighs> Good job, Google. They just announced, yeah, they just announced it to me and they're very, very excited about it. So. I keep seeing uh, news articles saying that Google and all these tech places have uh, laid off like thousands of people. So, I mean, that doesn't surprise good. me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. When you think about it, right? The, these giant tech industries, they kind of pop up overnight, right? Mm -hmm. And then they have people more or less voluntarily give information to them right yeah and then after that um after voluntarily giving information to them they give them a platform to volunteer even more information from right mm -hmm. and a lot of how google and facebook and all these other places make money is by selling your information but this isn't exactly an old an old practice right because banks yeah. have been doing it for years so yeah, banks will sell your address and your phone number and all that stuff to telemarketers like within days and they'll, they'll continue doing it too. So until it becomes illegal. Yeah. Which I don't know. I don't know why, I don't know why it wouldn't be. I don't understand Man. the concept of like why it's okay to have a co corporation like that to sell some of your information, but I can't, um, you're not allowed to film your neighbor, as an example. <laughs> oh, yeah, in, in or certain like states. 
Yeah. But like corporations have like so much power to just do whatever they want and uh, right. it's not illegal. Um uh, so I just took like a, a like I just did like a, a quick little ethics thing and cybersecurity thing for work and one of the things was uh uh like privacy some stuff like that and yeah. opting out and opting into emails and for the most part if you sign up for anything with your email you don't have an option to not get spammed it's just right. like your life now you just have to you now have to take the uh the initiative to unsubscribing from it so i actually did that recently with my email i delete i went through all my promotions and all of my updates and i deleted all of my emails and then as i was getting new emails i unsubscribed from from the thing so i wouldn't have to see like i don't know i was getting stuff from like fred zlet and and just like stuff i, I was using like years and years ago that just still spamming me pet smart and yeah. uh, banks that i've never used and <laughs> just like all this stuff you want to hear the funniest part about that right <laughs> so these companies they'll um i don't want to call it subcontracting but they'll sign up for like a monthly plan with places right yeah. um so when i worked in web development and digital marketing uh, MailChimp was the most popular one, and that's usually because, like, if you have a mailing list of under 100 people, right, 100 yeah. subscribers, we'll just say, right, then, um, uh, sorry, then it's free. But if you go over, like, 300 or you go over 500, I forget what it is, the, the pricing goes up exponentially in order for them to oh. recover that. But you have to go through these third-party mail servers. Um, you could potentially start your own mail server, right? But there's so little trust in it and in regards to um, email programs and stuff like that that they just automatically flag it as spam to start out with. So it takes years and years to develop a, uh, a reliable, I should say, a reliable right. mail server, right? And that's almost kind of like a monopoly to some degree. But it, within those, if you know what you're doing from a digital marketing standpoint, um, you can actually see who's clicking on links and who's opening these emails, right? Oh, yeah. And you can delete, you could go in there if you had just a modicum of programming knowledge or a programming team and delete yeah. people who are inactive after like a year to keep mm -hmm. that price down. But oh yeah, <laughs> and it's probably it, a lot of work. It's not that much work. It's just that most people doing marketing don't really know how to do it, and they don't really think about it. And they're like, "Well, they were interested in it at one point, so why wouldn't they be interested in it again?" Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Yeah. As I yeah. am on these three hundred different mailing lists that I haven't clicked on in years. Well, and was it Fred Zellet or was it Fred Zeppelin? Fred Zeppelin. It was. So, I was thinking that it was the uh, guitar thing that like showed you how to play guitar by like yeah, it, it's that lighting thing. up fret, v, fret zeppelin zelot zelot z e a l o t. Uh, I thought it was called fret zeppelin. Maybe they changed it to fret zealot though. But either way, um, yeah, you get the idea. Like 
they haven't made money off of you in three years. If you're looking for that product again, you will go out mm -hmm. of your way to find that product again. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like, you don't need to be on their mailing list. And they can send you an email basically just saying, hey, so we're taking you off of our list because we noticed that there's been inactivity in, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you opening this or, or maybe we noticed that you're not browsing our products. And we believe that we're not going to, you know, we're not the type of company that wants to spam you constantly with emails. So right. if you'd like to stay subscribed, please hit this button. But otherwise, you'll be taken off the list as of the state. And that's really not that complicated to do. No, it, it shouldn't be. Uh, I like that. Uh... I haven't noticed it before because I had just tons and tons of spam anyway, but I haven't realized mm. how many sponsored ads Gmail uses. Oh, yeah, they use a ton. Yeah. So there's some big thing going on, and I, I haven't really had the time to research it. But uh, Google in general right now is getting in a little bit of trouble because it has something to do with Chrome and something about how Chrome is used by like 99% of users or something like that, or maybe it's 90%. It's been a while, but they're only allowing uh, Google ads on Chrome. And as a result, they've kind of created this monopoly. I haven't read into the entire thing just yet, but like everybody's basically like, ah, it's fine. Or ah, we're investigating it. Yeah, I feel like at some point there's just not enough people to investigate all the shadiness and all the stuff that's happening. Right. Well, whenever it comes to any sort of profit, like, and I mean, it's not necessarily, I mean, it is bad. I mean, because yeah. Google can basically just say, hey, you know, whatever price you we want you to pay, you're going to pay it. Yeah. And, but that isn't exactly. the only way to advertise either, right? Because you could still go through mm -hmm. Facebook. And you can right. still go through Bing, which uh, I actually see that people get a little bit more bang for their buck generally, or have seen that people get a little bit more bang for their buck off of Bing if they're trying to be cheap, which is mm. weird, but... Yeah, because who uses Bing? Yeah, pretty much. They're trying I mean, to do a bunch of things to rejuvenate it right now, which, once again, I haven't read into it a whole lot, but they're trying to incorporate OpenAI stuff and chat GPT within to... Um, I mean, within for them, Bing. for them to get really good, they just gotta they just gotta sue Google for a monopoly. Yeah, I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's the ticket. Two tech giants just duking it out and taking each other's money away from each other. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Elon exactly. Musk was supposed to fight Mark Zuckerberg at some point, but that kind of trailed off. Yeah, well. Elon Musk is, is sad that he lost, like, what? Uh, Twitter's down, like, 80% in value now since he took over or something like that. Yeah. Or it's down, like, $71 billion. I forget yeah. what the number was, but Twitter's not doing great. Yeah. Maybe that's why they branded it X, because yeah. it's dying, and X is, represent dead eyes. Oh, that's a good point, yeah. Aaron. Maybe yeah. that's it. I heard his Cybertruck isn't too and too hot either. People aren't really happy with yeah. it. Yeah. I saw someone uh, uh, turn one into like an off-roading machine, so that was kind of neat. But yeah. Well, and isn't it weird that like Elon Musk, you know, he's, you know, the, I don't know. I don't want to say that he's 
he's super conservative, right? But yet yeah, yeah. he's the one who's leading the electric vehicle. Uh, <laughs> he's the one who's leading the EV race sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Which, that's typically like a, a democratic ideal to, it is, you know, but he's doing it in true capitalistic fashion where he just, those Teslas are so cheaply made. It's, uh, I, I like oh, yeah. the idea of EVs. It's just not, it's just not sustainable right now. Yeah. And if you want to know why you can check out our EV episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also welcome to Ethica America where we talk about random stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least today, anyhow. Yeah. So, no. I'm Aaron. This is Ryan. Also, he got fallout to work. Yeah, I did. It really wasn't that complicated once I had a good file, though. So, for reference, audience, I'm um, I I was trying to. I've always wanted to play the original Fallout One and Two, and I had bought them on Steam, um, initially. Um, but I was trying to get it to work on my phone because, you know, it's a Windows 95, Windows 98 game. Um, and it was just something to do in passive time. Um, there's a, a wonderful app called FO2.exe, um, that, uh, allows you to play those games. You have to bring the games over onto your device, um, which you can do from Steam. Both games are like 20 bucks in total. Um, you know, for both of them. Um, but yeah, I do like steam. Yeah, me too. So this episode sponsored by us liking steam. Check sure. out steam. Yeah. I'm sure everyone's heard of it. You can play games and yeah. buy games. And I, I guess that's it. Yeah. There's so a, you know who there's it. a game right now. Steam. I don't know if it's a game. Just said it. Just says Steam Capitalism and Economy Fest. What's going on with this? I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe we'd learn something if we played it. I don't think it's a game. I think it's just like Capitalism and Economy Fest. Point shop oh. collection. Weird. Yeah, I think there's just like some weird thing that's going on. <laughs> so popular titles include. Anno, 1800, Cities, Skylines. No. X, I haven't heard of. I like that Steam just has like a ton of games I've never heard of. And it's just a bunch of people that are like creating games on Unity and then uploading them to Steam. Yeah. Um. So did you, this was probably a few months ago, but did you hear about Epic Games coming out with the Epic Games Store? Um. I knew the Epic Games, I know they have their own launcher, and they're kind of like competing with Steam's launcher, but that's about it. Uh, yeah. Well, they're they're trying to uh, compete with Steam's um, launcher right now, and the whole idea there is, because, I mean, Epic, they're, they're the ones who developed the Unreal Engine, right? Right. I, for, I forgot that Epic Games does Fortnite, because Fortnite's not a good game, it's just a skin collection game. I, I don't want a company to make more money with microtransactions because I feel like microtransactions are scummy. Like, just, just make a good game. Pretty much. Well, and the funny thing about Fortnite, right, is that before um, 
PUBG, or before Fortnite came out, they developed a game called PUBG for somebody else, right? Yeah. And then everything about PUBG, because pub, have you ever played uh, Public Underground Battleground or Public Under... I've played, I think I've played PUBG, and I think I've played, I know I've played Fortnite. Yeah. So in PUBG, it's more realistic, right? Where you basically have 30 people, right? Just mm -hmm. running towards the center of something. Um, but you don't get like laser guns and you don't get cool skins. Well, you don't get as many cool skins. Um, but they're the ones who came up with that Battle Royale game. And they right, had Epic yeah. develop it for them, right? And then Epic turns around and they make Fortnite, which is exactly the same, except they're like, we need to differentiate this somehow. Let's add wall building to it. <laughs> oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. It's more cartoony, but yeah, I, I prefer PUBG, but... I like my video games without uh, realism, honestly, because <laughs> yeah. I like to disassociate myself in, from the world well, through that's fair. video games. So I'm, that's why I don't like Grand Theft Auto or like, uh, uh, I don't know. That's why I really like Borderlands, honestly, just because it's so cartoony and like so out there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm looking at games to play after I get done with Ghosts of Tsushima, right? Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe Baldur's Gate dropped down in price. You probably missed nope. their sale. <laughs> yeah no no it's still like 60 70 bucks and i'm like yeah holy shit yeah i think like, i saw their a sale during the holidays where we were it was like 55 but yeah it's, yeah it's why well, I, I found a used copy for 55 but i'm like i'm not paying that right now in six months that game is gonna drop to like 40 bucks 30 bucks you know what i'm saying yeah and it's like that. meanwhile well it was between that and it was between tears of the kingdom right yeah and that's always just gonna stay 70 bucks so it's like yeah. i will gladly go out and get tears of the kingdom you know if i'm paying 70 bucks for a video game i'll gladly mm -hmm. go out and get that and then i'll circle back to Baldur's gate and get the deluxe yeah. edition when it comes out for like you know 30 when the price drops down to like 35 bucks yeah or when i'm done with tears of the kingdom honestly right i um i feel like tears of the kingdom you'll get more play value out of it yeah and i i think you're probably right because like it took me probably six months to to, to be breath of the wild just because i like going yeah. around and exploring everything yeah that said the last zelda game i played where they were up in the sky i really hated it i really <laughs> hated it skyward sword i just couldn't fucking stand it and that's what this reminds me of is it reminds me of skyward sword that's and then when you're not playing skyward sword you're just down playing breath of the wild again exactly that's what i'm kind of hesitant about i'm like this game looks cool and i loved breath of the wild but now i'm like you know i've heard it hurt i've heard it's great but i'm also like i don't i don't know how i feel about the whole sky thing yeah um, um i know that like boulder skate has like i mean it had it has maps and they're they're fairly extensive maps and there's a ton of quests and it has play replayability but it's not it's it's not ready playability where you're going to get like a whole 
new stories or like how the game's going to play and things like that unless you're like super drastic but it's only going to be really different because the game's basically broken into three acts mm -hmm. and it's it's the same same playthrough and same game you're going to get different stories depending on what companions you have and things like that but like it's basically just a story game and D&D &D. Yeah. so it's like if you play like the the campaign like in D and D, like if you if you play a module, and you're gonna and you have a new group of friends that are gonna play the same module, it's gonna be the same module, but you're gonna have different interactions because of the different people and role playing aspect. Yeah, but it's gonna be the same thing. I mean, it's gonna be the same bosses, same fights, things like that. So yeah, and that and, I mean that completely makes sense. So. Yeah. Cause I, I did it, I, I did the game through twice and it took me about hundred, 120 hours per game file. So I think I put like 300 hours into breath of the wild. So yeah. And at this point I, I, I like picking games where I'm like, <laughs> I want to spend 200 hours into a video game to get my hundred dollars worth. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, I've been debating on starting to play um, versions of uh, Super Mario Kaizo too. Do you know what Kaizo is or no? Mm -mm. Oh, it's just like really super hard Super Mario. Oh, so like <laughs> you know bunches of like turtle jumps and like mm -hmm. you know having to hit on-off switches at the right time and uh, it's it's really cool to watch some of these guys. Right. Yeah. But oh my God. <laughs> there was one game that kind of is like it's a platform jumper. It's called Hollow Knight, which kind of reminds mm -hmm. me of Mario a little bit just because of the platform jumper. But it's like yep. super intense, like almost as if like Dark Souls and a platformer combined. <laughs> so I see people doing like no hit runs and um things like that for just like and it's it's a hard game it reminds yeah. it's like punishing as if it was like a dark souls games but yeah it's, it's cute and i didn't realize it was that kind of game when i first bought it i'm just like oh look it's like like a cool fighting platform game but yeah. i didn't realize how in-depth it was yeah and i like mario on on steroids with <laughs> what you're describing yeah and that's the i guess that's the crux of it anymore is that like like playing video games, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know, but I also don't want to buy like seventy different fucking video games at the right. outstanding cost of forty nine hundred dollars. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I I want to buy like one a month, so I want to get like I don't know. Let's say I can play f four hours a night, maybe yeah. some extra on the weekends. Yeah. Well, like. I don't even get to play four. I get to play like maybe, maybe yeah. one hour a night. I don't even think I get that most nights. Yeah. I haven't gotten to play Ghost of Tsushima all week. I got to play it for about 45 minutes this morning. And that's yeah. the first I've gotten to touch it since Sunday. Yeah. I usually get about two, two and a half a night. Um, yeah. Usually like nine, nine thirty is when it actually, it honestly just depends on how Brady is doing and things yeah. like that. But it, Sometimes yeah. I, I'll get like 
two and a half at most. But well, and that was the whole point of getting Fallout to work on my phone is because like my kids, they just like to have the TV on, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. we'll just put it on something like Baby Shark or or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, right. And it'll just be on in the background, and sometimes they'll get distracted and watch it. Mm-hmm. But they're and sometimes they'll want me to play with them, which you know I'll. I yeah. go out of my way to do that. But mm-hmm. then other times they just want to play by themselves and it'll be like two hours of me just being on the top on the couch just scrolling through TikTok or like the news or whatever. And it's like I'm just kind of bored of doing the same thing. Right. So it's like if I could get Fallout to work, I've always wanted to try those and it doesn't seem so complicated because it's all turn based combat, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't seem like anything where I'd have to hurry up and do something. Right. So. Yeah, I think a lot of games like that could, like the old Final Fantasy VII, I think yeah. that could be a mobile app easily because it's just turn-based combat and it's pixelated enough. <laughs> right. Well, and I don't think that developers are really thinking about that. I mean, and I get it. Like a mobile game, it doesn't do nearly as well as like a brand new game, right? Mm-hmm. And like to redevelop it for that, you need to, I mean, it, it's really not that complicated, but there's a lot of work involved. Like, you'd need yeah. a whole new UI because, like, you'd have to make the menu items easy enough to get to so they're right. not real tiny. Exactly. And you have to have microtransactions because the whole point of having mobile games is having microtransactions, and that's that's what really brings in the box. Uh, well, I, yeah, I was watching a, I was watching a programmer. There's a programmer on YouTube that streams, and he worked at Blizzard. Uh-huh. And he's like, uh, StarCraft 2 made X amount of money, but um, this other game, oh, he was comparing it to a wild man, uh, mount that you can just buy in the shop. That that one wild map mount s- made more money than StarCraft ever did. <laughs> yeah. And it's that's what people are looking at now. It's just like, you don't have to, you, the game is almost like secondary. Like you, you, it has to be entertaining and fun enough for people to spend money in the cosmetic and microtransactions. I mean, same with Diablo well, Four. It's a good game, but like they want you to spend money in the shop to buy new skins to make your armor look cool. Well, and if we if we think back on this, right? It, I mean, video games have been doing this for a while now. Um, yeah, at least like it gets really annoying when a mainstream video game is like, you know, games like, you know, we'll just say 60 bucks and then, oh, look, for an extra 10 bucks, you can get this adventure. Like, um, Grand Theft Auto does it a lot. Yeah, I don't um, mind DLCs as much because for 10 bucks, you get more to the game. Yeah, but sometimes they're just selling skins and stuff. Like yeah. GTA is kind of the... I got big issues with GTA. It's a lot of fun <laughs> to watch, but... I got big issues with it. They've basically yeah. been riding off of the same game for 10 years now with some yeah, minor updates just, here and there. They just go to a different city and improve the graphics. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for um, Fallout to just be like Fallout World. And it's just right. the same game. But instead of yeah. just one city, it's just the entire Earth one to one scale. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, the, it's a bitch if it was. It'd take me three months to go from Ohio to California walking. That would be really cool, though. It, I think That's it would cool. be. 
I mean, they make a game called Trucking Simulator, right? Yeah. And they make it for pretty much, if I remember right, they make it for each state. And I just kept thinking, holy shit, like, you basically need, like, Google Earth and then a way to, like, automatically, you know what I'm saying? Like, generate it in some sort of graphical form. But, man, the amount of processing power and the amount of data you have to store for that. Now, I don't know if they actually do the whole state. But they do a large part of it. Yeah. But I was even playing Dying Light, and Dying Light was trying to go about, like, having a bunch of microtransactions, and, oh, here are these skins, and they were they were very much trying to do the, the, um, the hell's the name of it, the, oh, the wall-building game that I can't remember right now that's, like, PUBG, Fortnite. They were very much trying to do the Fortnite thing, and it's like... For a game that you pay like 70 bucks for or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it's just kind of disgusting. But yeah, I, to, it, it, I feel like the technology is there, especially with AI now, to just like, yeah, we have like, we have, I mean, with the Google Earth, we have the maps of you know, the United States for like those trucking simulator games and things like that. Well, we can do a lot with that though, <sighs> but I don't know. I mean, I think, I think we'll start seeing a lot more of that and yeah. a lot more of AI generated landscapes and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, we're, we saw that with, um, what the hell is the name of that game that Bethesda just came out with Starfield. Yeah. Starfield. Where they have, they said that each planet was like, it would be a full planet and, you know, mm -hmm. AI generated and all that stuff. I mean, but from what I gathered, most of the planet was just bland. I Yeah, I did hear that, like, <laughs> I saw, so I saw someone complain that, like, yeah, I go to this new planet and it's just nothing's there. It's empty. It's completely empty. And then one of the developers came back on Twitter saying, um... Well, the moon's empty, and we had so much fun when we went to the moon in 55, so you should be happy about going to this empty planet or something like that. Mm -hmm. It was really just, like, almost out of touch, but... Yeah. I mean, like, also you're in space. I mean, you can't expect every planet to be cool. So I kind of yeah. understand both sides, but also it's a video game, so, like, right. I don't spend three hours on literally an empty planet. Right. Yeah, I would want that to be something automated. Like, there's nothing here. Are you sure that you want to go? You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, there's there's so many good UI. Um, there's just, <laughs> there's a lot of good UI options to stop those complaints from even pulling in in the first place. But yeah. I don't know. But like, you can definitely have like little dungeons or something like that or yeah when you enter like if you if you like in i don't know in fallout have like a a building where you don't actually you can go see the building on the map but you're not actually in the building on the map it's like its own little instance that can be auto generated with the ai so you don't have to program you know billions of buildings from east to west coast it's just like i don't know a, a copy and pasting that ai does 
Yeah, I get you. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's it's interesting. I actually just had a conversation with my supervisor yesterday about AI and yeah. whether or not it's going to be taking over our jobs. And <laughs> <laughs> because, like, in five years, I with the the way that AI is, I can't. Yeah. Like, on a corporate level, it's hard to just not justify using AI because you can well make it do everything. What well, did, did you hear about? Did you hear about the guy who? Uh, well, did you hear about Chevy using, or maybe it was GMC? I don't remember which. I think it was GMC, but either way, it's owned by GM. So I just mm-hmm. kind of same same thing with me. Yeah. But did you hear about what? Uh, what they uh, just got? I shouldn't say blasted with because I think it was more or less kept hush hush. But did you hear about their AI thing that was going on for a minute? Mm-hmm. So somebody uh, recognized um, while talking to the customer support agent on their website that it had to be an AI model, right? So it tricked it into uh, suggest. Well, it tricked it into suggesting that it was actually human, and then said that because it is a direct representative of the company that it should agree to sell him a Chevy Tahoe for $1. And eventually he got the, the, <laughs> sh- the chatbot to agree to it. And now, uh, last I knew, he was suing GM for a Chevy Tahoe. But they might have just given it to him just to, like, make it go away. You know what I'm saying? Or been like, here's $10,000 off or employee discount or something right. like that. It's, you it's, know. So you, that is a thing that will happen in early AI development. Right. <laughs> yeah. there's there's nothing to prevent that um, well it kept telling him that like it couldn't make decisions because it wasn't technically uh, a representative of the company and he's like no 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 but you said you're human therefore you are a, uh, a representative of the company and it's like oh yeah you're right I forgot about <laughs> that thank you That's funny. It's kind of like me trying to trick the a, the chat GPT to uh, admit that it has consciousness. <laughs> yeah. Based nah, off it I... just having some form of knowledge in some aspect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So at I mean, the end you're of not... the day, I mean, our knowledge is just basically like um, little snippets of memory that we store in our memory banks and that's what gives us knowledge and basically that's the same thing as computers do we just do it differently yeah and we can also like make logical leaps from one thing to another and computers have a harder time doing that for now yeah but it it, i mean we're just in the early states of this you know what i'm saying we're not this isn't this isn't going to be like this forever. It'll eventually catch up and probably be better at it than we are. Yeah. And if you want to hear more about AI, you can listen to our AI episode and also our video game episode that we talked yeah. about. A lot of this stuff already. <laughs> Back to video games, though. Do you know what I'd really like to see? Hmm. A video game where all the NPCs are AI have AI-generated responses. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. Like, basically, like... You, uh, I mean, you could even type whatever if you wanted. You get like three options that display and then a button that says other, and you can mm-hmm. type it or talk into a microphone or something like that, right? Yeah. And it would respond, but it's 
it's not necessarily set to respond mm-hmm. in a certain way, right? But it would be like, these are your program personality types for this specific, you know, yeah. um, portion of the game, right? Now, if somebody asks you to do something or whatever, that's fine. It doesn't really matter. Have at it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, put a parental sort of lock on there that way, like, I want you to go into combat naked isn't a thing <laughs> that your 12-year-old can say, you know what I right. mean? I've always, so did you, do you know a sort of online, that anime, where you basically, like, have a headset in the real world and you put it on and then you're immersed into this MMORPG? I have no clue what that is. Oh, okay. Well, basically, there's a, so there's a thing <laughs> in VR right now where it's uh-huh. basically an MMO, and you're on like this yeah. weird treadmill, and you're strapped in. But like, oh, I have seen that. I've seen that, and that's basically like almost to the point where you're in like a virtual simulation of Sword Art Online. That anime, you can just Google it, yeah. and you can get more information on Sword Art Online. But like, basically, Sword Art Online is as if you're putting on a VR headset, and your consciousness is now in this MMO. <laughs> And I was thinking, but when I was looking at the the video of like you're being strapped in on a treadmill with a VR headset, I'm like, I got like three minutes of me running if I'm playing Hello. Like I'm yeah. not gonna, I I got, I I'm not gonna be able to sprint. <laughs> I just I'm not going to, like, I, I, I'm I'm not gonna be able to play this game because it's just gonna be too much work. <laughs> oh man. I have a PS, well, it's meant for the PS4, but the VR headset for that. And the thing just gives me horrible nausea. But if I yeah. were doing that, it would give me even worse nausea. Yeah. But like, it would, I already like sneaking in video games. That mm-hmm. one I would really sneak with because I'm not running inside. <laughs> there I'm not running and then the treadmill bearing going out and I just run <laughs> headfirst into a wall. Okay. <laughs> could you, like, could you playing, so Skyrim also has a VR. Uh, thing where you can like play yeah. and, and people do get like motion sickness from it but imagine like oh, yeah. being in skyrim with the vr on that treadmill thing and then like a bear chasing you <laughs> oh i would stab the bear i mean it's like i'm just going to stand my ground there dude like yeah like there's there's certain parts in skyrim where you're just like all right that bear is gonna kill me i can't go over there but like yeah. if it aggro's me, I'm just like, well, I guess I die now because I'm not, yeah. I can't physically run away from there. <laughs> God, can you just imagine and like AI is watching you trying to observe how humans interact and it's like when we see a bear, we just stand and fight. And it's like, no, no, that's not at all how the human race is. Yeah. No, most people would run away in real life, but like we're just not gonna risk it when it comes to a video game, dude. Like I wonder if you're I wonder if you can get so like involved in the video game where your your actual like fight or flight kicks in. And you're just like, yeah, now you can just run away from this bear for like, I don't know. Just oh, like, dear God. Like maybe uh, like 20 minutes of people just like some extraordinary feats of, of people happening because of uh, adrenaline and things like that. Like maybe that right. would just kick in. Uh, it'd be maybe. interesting to see if like your brain can be tricked into having this like this fight or flight thing happen to you. Sure. All I know is that, like, 
when all that starts happening, I want it to have like a co-op mode. Well, I shouldn't say a co-op mode, but, but a versus mode where I get to play as the fucking bear <laughs> on the same treadmill. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like an MMO where like you play NPCs. You get to just be a bear. <laughs> running I, I would people. love to be a bear. Like it actually gave me an idea for a video game where like yeah. you're a bear, but like two hits from a bear and you die. Right. Yeah. And all you have is a knife, but you have like nine guys on your side. Right. Mm -hmm. And the bear takes like 10 stabs to die or something like that. Yeah. You'd have to work it out to see what the fair volume was, but yeah. that's all it is. Right. And I, I don't know what, I mean, that's just the start of it. I don't, I don't have any other details worked out. No, this is a great so, start. I like it. Yeah. I, I feel like the I, bear has to have like, I don't know. Like it depends on the knives. Like too, if you're given like hunting knives, I mean, those things are like what, eight inches long. Right. And maybe the bear has poop stuck to its butt. Like they always do with twigs coming out. Right. That works yeah. as a like natural stink defense sort of thing. Where yeah. They go up and stab it. And they're like, Oh, I don't I know. Mean, I mean, yeah. I'm thinking too realistically though. And we don't like realism in video games <laughs> at this point. Yeah. It's a little bit real. Uh, yeah. Maybe VR needs to be adapt, uh, more advanced where you have a helmet and you can actually get the smells of like the outside and then you can just smell the bear like physically and i don't have like... a sense of smell so but smell of vision <laughs> oh i think God, there was a thing great. called smell of vision because like at that point then some of the the game you have an advantage because some traps have a smell and you're just like oh yeah i don't smell this but like also if you're if you don't have a sense of taste and you're you're drinking poison. I guess that's also uh... <laughs> not something pleasant. Yeah. So uh, let me find the Wikipedia article. So smell vision was a thing, by the way. Uh, it only made its appearance in the 1960 film Scent of Mystery, right? Mm -hmm. But it had like pipes underneath because it, it was only meant for cinemas, right? Had pipes underneath certain seats and stuff like that. And these, um, oh, how do I want to put it? Like, uh, <sighs> There were bottles of scents that were held in like these rotating drum assemblies, right? Mm -hmm. They would pump certain scents to certain parts of the room and stuff like that. It was a really weird idea, but it was yeah. meant at the time, which would, I guess, have been 1960, according to this article. Um, but yeah, um, I guess it. Well, I guess it hasn't. It wasn't an original idea, but either way, the the whole idea was to allow for a more immersive viewing experience. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But God, I, the world smells so nasty as it is. Could you imagine like a zombie apocalypse and all your smelling is just rot the entire time? Like, are you going to yeah. enjoy that movie? No, <sighs> I'm not going to enjoy that video game either. Yeah, no matter how there's a setting for like how how much of the sense do you want <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna run out and smoke real quick but all right we'll be right back after this uh opportunity for our listeners for hello fresh uh, really there's like four of you guys out there like we don't got the promo code but <laughs> 
you know, like, um, who does this week? I did um, make a, did I make a little fresh last night? Yeah, I did. I made a, a rice dish with yeah. uh, chicken, like chicken thighs and, you know, uh, this green vegetable thing and an, mm-hmm. and an omeg. Oh man. And it was pretty good. It was okay. I give it, it wasn't our favorite. It was probably like, uh, it was tasty, but I wouldn't order it again. Right. There's better stuff out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know who has a, I mean, if you just type in HelloFresh promo code online, it'll come up. I'm getting um, a bunch of weird ones. There's a, there's a YouTuber that I watch that has a HelloFresh deal now. Uh, uh, Mr. Llama SC, he does uh, a bunch of Diablo to content <laughs> so maybe oh, you can go find his uh his promo code yeah <laughs> yeah yeah but with that in mind i'll uh i'll be right back it's cold so it won't take me nearly as long today perfect yeah oh hi there yeah i just had to make my first hello fresh meal oh, make nice. sure to yeah, they're they're not even our sponsor. I don't know why I keep this bit going. <laughs> because it uh it saves money for the uh not average family consumer. Yeah, well, I mean, a guy in Arkansas, a guy in Virginia, a guy in is it Oregon or is it Washington? Uh let me look. And our guy in New York, they all need to eat. Yeah. So it's, uh, I know how to cook Oregon. and I don't get this. Is it yeah. Oregon? Yeah. yeah. The guy from Oregon yeah. has downloaded 14 episodes. So good for him. Oh, yeah. I hope he enjoyed uh, it. I don't yeah. know which ones he, he, uh, downloaded. Yeah. I don't know which yeah. ones he downloaded because I, um, I can't find it. <laughs> no. And make sure to tell all your friends about this because, uh, we have yet to dump any money into marketing <laughs> yeah. or any time into developing a website. It's just really hard to get around to that with kids, man. Like I said, they, if I'm in here, they scream at me when I'm on my computer. If I'm in there with my computer, they want to play with it. And, mm-hmm. uh, this is what I get for having a two and three year old. Should have like made my choice of podcast fame over them. I downloaded I downloaded uh, an episode three times because I'm trying to like I was trying to make it the episode into a reel or a short or a tic tac or something. Um, yeah. So. I, well, don't be surprised when we start doing marketing because there's a, a rule of marketing and I forget what it's called, but people need exposure to something like four or five times or a repeated number of times right Mm -hmm. before they actually like are convinced or are in the mood to you know listen right yeah it it happens but we we need enough content first which at this point we probably have it i should just put up a basic ass website write a paragraph at night for like a week and call it good or you know put up five pictures a night or something how many episodes do we have now we have uh 
counting the one that I have not finished editing, we have 19. No. Yeah. That's probably enough to get started. Our earlier episodes are a lot different than these episodes, though. Yeah. I don't know if we want to do... I I mean, I did kind of like have a story outline for global warming. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe we can definitely... Maybe we'll I'll just finish that global warming episode with this outline at a later date, and I'll just edit this one and upload it for just a random episode because we didn't talk about ethics of anything. (laughs) No, no. Today was today was mostly just filler material for like, um, you know, you know, uh, it's the beginning of the year, so it's new year, new new you. That, yeah, yeah. Is that, is that what and it's it is? dry Jan. Is that a thing, by the way? Dry January. Uh, so Keep January. Talking about it. January is the uh, is the month where content creators get paid the least with ads and stuff. So a well, lot of content creators take January off because they just don't get paid as much. Yeah. Well. Dry January that was referring to alcohol. Hmm. Oh, okay. And, I um. Yeah. Yeah, I had a different take on it because December and November are like one of the prime months because of holiday, and then right. January is the slowest month because of the holiday from the previous, and then it starts kicking back up in February. But I didn't yeah, know that. Everybody alcohol. starts investing more. Yeah, everybody starts investing more in the in the advertising around what seems to be like middle of October anymore. Yeah. All the way through Christmas. And then after Christmas, usually you have some residual that flows over through the new year. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that, they have to wait for their um, budget to get approved, which normally takes about a month or two before they can really kick off again. And, spending in january anyways is usually a lot lower so. yeah everyone spent all their money that's why uh if you have yeah. a birthday in january it's the worst because no one has money for you anymore yeah my birthday's in january well, is it yeah but it's at it's the at the end of january so it's almost february so so yeah. it's good <laughs> um, more like a chinese new year's present for yeah. you you get a paper dragon so no, I, well, I get good gifts on my birthday because people love me. Oh, yeah. Well, Amanda's is, uh, is early February too, so we could we almost can share a birthday. Oh man, yeah. I have to share a birthday with my dad, even though we're a month apart. Oh man, my my mom and my sister and my daughter are a week apart though. Oh geez, yeah, makes for a crowded. Uh, crowd of july so yeah amanda picked yeah. up more hobbies and so now i have more ideas to buy her stuff oh good more material goods for her it's good it keeps capitalism like, going and alive honestly like what's weird is uh so we saw we have been seeing a decrease in what people refer to as like 
your third home because like your first home and your second home is, you know, your first home is your home and then your second home is your work. And your third home is the place where you spend the majority of your time when you're not at work and you're not at home. But yeah. with the increase in people having remote jobs, they're seeing less with their third home. And since they're remote, they don't see anything with like their second home at work. So people have been becoming more depressed and they've been doing less hobbies because they're basically just focused on home and then work at home. Yeah. Um, So I think it's good that people are picking up uh, a third location to have hobbies and spend time with and um, picking up hobbies that can like help you out throughout the day. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's great. Um, so definitely like try new things. But yeah. I, I I did have a third home before. I used to go to like a like a gaming store all the time, and that's was yeah. my hangout. So I had work and then home, and then I would hang out at the game store, and that's where my social life was. I mean, I socialized yeah. at work, and that's where a lot of people get socialized. But now, but. Socialization is just becoming really low nowadays with remote work, and it's just not good for people's health. Yeah. Go to a bar, make friends, or Starbucks. Starbucks yeah. is a great place to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> Worked out for you. Yeah, it did. I was working. Yeah. <laughs> I was just the, the weird guy that went to Starbucks every day. Yeah. Yeah, I make friends at Starbucks, and it's kind of like one of those things where you're either the weird guy or like the friendly guy that people like. Nah, really does depend on the Starbucks. They don't like me at the one Starbucks I go to up here. Yeah, and the the other one they they like me. That's weird. Yeah, Yeah. I mean the one I am the weird guy, but I I don't go very often. It's just like I'm the weird guy at the one, and that's the one that I like better. But I think that's largely because I just like to be left alone and I like, like, weird people out. So, (laughs) but then the other one I go to, they're always so friendly with me. And then I'm like, oh, okay, you can stop talking at any point. (laughs) I, uh, I'm really good at talking to strangers. So maybe that's why I'm good with Starbucks employees. Yeah. But there's actually a new game store that opened up around me and I was debating on seeing if they had a Dungeons and Dragons league there. Cause I would love part of that. Yeah. I've been debating picking up D and D also like, a like I thought about going to our local store to see if there's any D and D games because Amanda and I, I mean, I like playing D and D. I think Amanda is intrigued enough where she could enjoy it if she had a good group. Uh, with yeah. good people, but she also is skeptical of strangers. So, but it would really oh. depend on the group. But if you get a good group, well, it's funny that you had mentioned that. Like, because I had debated on doing, I was just going to do roll twenty though. Um, but I had debated on doing it at one point in the week and potentially doing like doing it on like Twitch or something like that. Right. I I do think that roll twenty is a pretty good format for that. Yeah. Well, my thing is that my friend Alana um, wanted to play. My friend Chaz wanted to play. 
and then if you, if you want to play i can try to figure out when would work i just need to make a few maps which that's not too hard or reuse maps from because i i'm somebody's patreon and they have hundreds of maps so it's like even if i didn't have one exactly i could just throw one in there just ask chat gp to make a map for you i tried that (laughs) didn't work so hot i so i watched uh someone use chat gpt to uh play chess and um eventually the it it cheated like it would uh make illegal moves and make pieces appear out of nowhere or turn like their pawns into like a rook because they thought like that piece is now a rook and then they would <laughs> just yeah they would just start cheating it was funny yeah the uh the thing that kept us from going to like a physical place to play D is uh we only have like one day where we have free time and it's only like three hours at most and it's when her mom watches raya like after work just arm your kid with a gun she'll be fine yeah she's really good at holding things now but they have to be small well, things and she tends to i heard she held her own in borderlands so <laughs> <laughs> she's really good at looking down i don't know why it's only that's where the danger off. is <laughs> danger is gravity right now <laughs> She can't, and she's really good at hitting like the, the menu button on the PlayStation controller. Like she's really good at opening up the inventory. Yeah. And what else is she really good at? Um, <laughs> honestly, she plays best when she's trying to mess me up. Yeah. She likes to grab my glasses now and throw them on the ground. So nice of her. Rude baby. Yeah. I have a wired mouse and she likes to just like grab it and then just like, She's like a cat, and she just like knocks it off the desk. But if you have a wireless mouse, she's just out on the floor. Yeah. I'm waiting for uh, desk mats, actually, for computers to be um, basically self-charging, uh, kind of like a, a charging pad, but for mice and keyboards. I'm still waiting for someone to invent that technology so I can oh, have a wireless one keyboard. That, dude. Think about what that means. That means you have a bunch of electrical potential just floating around you. As soon as you touch any sort of ground, you become that path to ground. And you become the thing that gets electrocuted. <laughs> nah, man. Or charged. Because mouse okay. pads are, are rubber. <laughs> You're not making this argument any better. I didn't think about that. <laughs> there is a, There's actually a mouse pad done by... Oh, were you saying mouse pad or chair mat? A mouse pad. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about a chair mat, like for when you're rolling around oh. and you're talking about it, it has to jump like four <laughs> feet. And I'm like, dear fucking God, like no. how dangerous are you? Like one of those giant mouse pads that you put on your desk. Well, have you seen them? I mean, that seems reasonable, actually. Yeah, I think there's there's a company that already made a mouse pad like it and you, it it charges your mouse the mouse pad's plugged in so you still have a wire because it's basically just like a giant uh charging pad that you can just put on it but it charges your mouse so at least your mouse is wireless but like i'm still waiting for one to have a keyboard so you have just a, one giant mouse pad basically that's plugged in but then you put your keyboard and mouse on it and it just self-charges it 
wait for see, it. See, I need something like that, but I need them like I need to find a controller that works by gloves. They've been just that. like touching contacts to your thumbs, sort oh, of thing. Like an actual glove? Because they make I like like I need something that my of... kids won't mess with. Oh. I don't think it's gonna exist. Yeah, I don't think so either. Nothing that like you can just wear in your hand permanently, but like right. Uh, they, I mean, they make like little weird gaming pads for your left hand to kind of eliminate the keyboard. Mm-hmm. I kind of have yeah have a you know, more simplified one, but they make like actual <laughs> almost like a glove thing that kind of sits on your desk and you put your hand in it. Yeah, and then you use the other hand with your mouse, but. Uh-huh. But they don't think they make like a glove yet. No. They make uh little like type of rings that you put on your fingers that you can use for keyboarding. Which is that kind of weird too. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna have to think about this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the solution might just be a table that sits over top of me with an actual like keyboard in the mouth. Hmm. Yeah. See, I think PC gaming would be way more enjoyable for me if I could actually do it without being yelled at. Yeah. It's it's tough for me because I like the the PC games I use right I've been playing right now recently have been so I did I did Final Fantasy seven through Steam. And but mm-hmm. I just hooked up a controller to it, um, and then I I do all my gaming at my gaming PC though, so I just kind of like yeah. change the. I my monitor has two ports, one for HDMI, one for Display Port. So the HDMI is just hooked up to my HDMI switch, which is hooked up to my capture card for my computer. So I run all my audio through my computer, and then I can hear the PlayStation 5 audio with my same headset that I have on my computer. So I just kind of just change, go from one, my display port to my HDMI port with the button on the back of my monitor. And then my other monitor is still on like my computer for, you know, looking at maps or something like that for the game or discord or whatever. But I mean, I do all my, all my gaming at my desk computer. Yeah. Which runs through my well, computer anyway. But Yeah. I just like to sit on my couch and be able to do it. Yeah. Sitting on a couch and gaming is pretty great. But I feel like I did that with some games, but I feel like since I'm getting older, <laughs> I just couldn't read as much. So I like being well, up yeah, close. Yeah, that's the thing I'm worried about. <laughs> I'm like, I need like a 60 inch TV to be like. I need a set of binoculars that go constantly on my head. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Got to have like the, you know, ear, ear things in. And my wife's like, what's going on? Yeah. And it's like, it doesn't matter. It's nothing important. What's going on? Well, a magician just took my, my, the last of my silver that I needed to make sure that I could make this antidote against the vampires. But Mm -hmm. now. Now I can't make shit, so now I have to go and hunt down this magician before I can defeat Count Lorgula. <laughs> yep. And then she's like, I thought you were playing My Little Pony. And I'm like, I am. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yep. 
whenever I see people like uh, gaming on their couch and their TV is like twelve feet away, I'm like, how do you how do you see anything? <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you mean. Apparently, they have zero sugar yeah. Reese cups. Yeah, well, it how, probably how, has. How uh, does that taste? Ace K or a salt? I mean, well, it probably tastes like Ace K or a salt meat potassium. And it probably has like 10 calories worth of sugar. The point of zero like, sugar, though, is to have less calories. Unless you're new. Well, sucralose is Splenda, if um, I remember right. Yeah, I think you're right. <clears throat> Maybe it's something to um, target diabetics rather than someone that wants less calories. That's why I do zero sugar sodas because of the calories. Well, I just think everything in moderation, personally. Yeah. But I've gotten kind of tubby in the last month. Oh, yeah? Did you actually gain weight instead of, like, consistently losing weight? Yeah, I weigh 190 now. Oh, my God. I wish I weighed 190. 190 <laughs> and 6'5". Actually, I haven't taken my weight in a while, but I, I, I think I weigh 190 to 200 right now. About a year ago, I weighed, like... 260 and then i dropped down to like 225 230 now i haven't weighed myself in a bit but last i was was like 225 and then the holidays holidays happened so i might be like 230 now yeah well people naturally bulk up a little bit in the winter time anyways so it has to do with like if you're in the if you're in a cold environment anyways then like starting in October when the seasons start to change, you um you tend to start putting on a few more pounds just without even realizing it. And then come like December, you really start eating a little bit more heavily. And then in the spring, you'll taper off again. People's bodies weight naturally swings by like like squirrels. Say, I was gonna say like kinda actually yeah kinda it's kind of like hibernating yeah so yeah i think it was bill nye who said that your body weight really only will fluctuate by about 10 percent based off of what you do for the yeah. most part i've heard like but, i've heard your genetics controls like 70 percent of your your weight and then 30 percent you can control well you have to think about what instinct means right yeah and instinct would just be the lessons that have basically been ingrained in your ancestor's DNA that got passed along, yeah. right? And maybe, I mean, at least if you listen to the Assassin's Creed notion of, uh, of that, um, I don't know. I mean, that's really the only thing biologically that makes sense as far as why we have instincts is concerned. But right. either way, um, for the most part, if you, if you did believe with that sort of philosophy on things, you would also believe that most of us were peasants <laughs> in the past, you know, like your ancestors were, right. right? So if they're peasants and a winter comes around and they don't have the best means of preserving food, mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you don't want to waste food, valuable resources on your cattle. Or you want to minimize that so that way you have like, you know, a bull and a calf left or mm -hmm. something like that, right? 
then what you do is you basically bulk up right before winter time. Yeah. And then like you live off of whatever you can pickle after that. Yeah. So I always we feel, can pickle that. I always feel bad about squirrels because like they they start hibernating and then like one week it's like sixty degrees and like, oh boy, it's springtime. And then like the next week it starts snowing and they're like, What's up with this? I have to go back to bed now. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I think about. When I see squirrels yeah. in the winter. Yeah, hibernation's a weird thing. It is. And it's it's different now that the world's warming up. Yeah. I'll give you that. Those poor hibernating bears and squirrels. Well, I noticed this year that the Canadian geese up here, right? Mm -hmm. They didn't migrate south until early December yeah. at best. I think it was mid-December. Because I, I left for Connecticut somewhere around the end of November. And then I came back and they were here for a week. And then I went back to Connecticut. And then they had left at that time. And I, I mean, part of it's obviously climate change, yeah. right? I mean, you, you can't argue the fact that, like, in the past 10 years, the winters up in the northern parts of the world, right, mm -hmm. they haven't been nearly as bad as they have been in the past. Yeah, Wisconsin had their record-breaking month last year in December, where it was the warmest month that they've had. Uh, and then this week, we finally got snow. Right. So there's no, there's no arguing that climate change is real and that we need to, I mean, unfortunately, we need to figure out like what the hell to do with those ice caps melting, right? Because that's the big concern. We just got to, is, you know, global flooding. Yeah. We just got to cool them but, down with like air conditioners or something. Yeah. That's what we'll do. We'll just put air conditioners on the North Pole and then uh, we'll just pipe down the heat down to the equator where it needs to be. Good job, Aaron. That's <laughs> all. But you know, we've done weirder things. I mean, like we have internet going down. It wouldn't down. surprise me if that ends up being somewhat of a solution. I mean, we have, we have the Alaskan pipeline that's like a marvel in technology. And then we have internet cables going down the bottom of the ocean. So I don't see why. We I just... was just going to say the intercontinental telegram lines that initially like came about. Yeah. Like so, those things are. So we just got to put air conditioners <laughs> on the poles and then have the heating source go into the equator. It's, it's fine. We'll just heat up the ocean. Yeah. Well, we can't heat up the ocean because that. We need to heat up the correct oceans so we can get the uh, the coral back. Is our our uh, the great coral reef? I mean, that's a lot of it's dying. So is it dying because of it's too hot? Is it too cold? We just gotta, or is it just that we've been dumping pollution into the oceans? You know, it can't it can't be pollution mm. because why would we pollute the ocean we need it to survive so we can't be polluting it okay so here's an express example of polluting rivers and water streams right so the water from st louis to chicago used to flow from st louis to chicago mm -hmm. right and then chicago and the lake would back up with waste and stuff like that 
and Chicago was sick of it. So what did they do? They said, fuck it. And they raised, they literally raised the entire city, right? By, I don't even remember how much, but everything's like elevated yeah. now, right? And the whole idea there was to push all of that, like all of that shit. Oh yeah. And then they rerouted a, a dam and forced a bunch of water back down towards St. Louis, right? And they were about to like go through with it. And then St. Louis was like, no, we don't like it. And there was this big quarrel between Chicago and St. Louis for a minute mm -hmm. until somebody decided, fuck it, we're going to blow up the dam anyways. And they blew up the dam and then sent all that waste back down to St. Louis. Perfect. So we have a history of putting our shit and everything else into the water stream to the point that the Cuyahoga River was on fire at one point. Yeah. But... And it's just because the water carries it away. That's why. Yeah. It's because here's this natural resource where things move. So let's dump things into it because it just all goes out to the ocean. Who cares, right? right? And the ocean disperses everything. Well, yeah, except no. Like I've seen like, I think it was, maybe it wasn't Venezuela. I think it was one of the Central American um, uh, countries. Yeah. That like the amount of waste just floating offshore, like, and they literally are just starting to get like it, boats out there that are kind of like street cleaners going out there and cleaning them up. <laughs> yeah. There are, there are some currents in the ocean will carry stuff away. Like there's, there's, uh, like there's one current that basically goes from England to the East coast of United States. There's a giant current on there that will take you there. But if you're not on the current, yeah, I mean, also, if you're yeah. not in a current and you're throwing waste out into the ocean, chances are it's just going to wash back up onto the beach. Yeah. And even if it did go in the ocean, like, I mean, yeah, eventually plastic will dissolve. And really what it comes down to is we need to start just being more cognizant of the materials that we're using that end up being waste products. Or, so that way they can kind of take care of themselves, something biodegradable or whatever. We just need to... Or what? We just need to genetically alter whales so they can filter feed <laughs> uh, plankton and plastic. They both start with P. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, and same with sea turtles because, like, I like my straws and I don't like cleaning them. Yeah. I don't care if it goes up your nose just so long as I know it disintegrates eventually. We're fine. We just need to put enough chemicals into the ocean to genetically alter oh. the life in the ocean to clean up our mess, and hopefully they don't genetically alter enough to turn to Godzilla and cause mayhem on Tokyo. Jesus. <laughs> Okay, I'm in. I'm All right. Out. Yeah, I, I, do this. I honestly don't see a lot of issues. How do we start? Do we contact Al Gore? Is he the president of green stuff now? I, or is it still Ralph Nader? I don't know. I don't know who's in charge. We could just do it ourselves and start just dumping stuff in the ocean. We could tell President Biden, but he'll just forget next week. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know how to solve this issue. Maybe Japan's on well, it. Well, first we need a bunch of dumb millionaires. So if we just have that list, I feel like we got a good place to start. I mean, we already have a bunch. I'll take care of the rest. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but I just need a list of them. Yeah. I'll go door to door like a salesman. I uh, I was approached by a saleswoman today to sign up for a, a credit card at a grocery store. 
yeah, yeah. And I didn't, and I didn't like it. So yeah. I don't know if that's the best approach because no one likes being approached by strangers while you're just trying to buy apples to sign up for some credit card. You did not want to even think about having a conversation about. Oh no! Think about like going into Sam's Club, right? Mm -hmm. And like the first maybe fifty feet of it, you got those people there just selling cell phone plans or Direct TV plans. You're like, yeah. no, not today, Satan. <laughs> What's like, up? You're just that? moving on past. I mean, yeah. like, well, I had one guy who was real tenacious, and he followed me through half the store. Maybe once again, maybe this just comes down to my unluckiness. Maybe, but like, I yeah, I, but he followed me through like. Like literally, his his uh little boutique was set up fifty feet in, mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, I'm not trying to be rude, but no thanks. And he's like, Well, let me tell you more. I'm like, You really don't have to, because my answer is still no. I'm broke. Well, let <laughs> me just. We have low low prices. No, nah, I don't. No, we're done. Like, and he just kept like talking. I'm like, Okay, buddy. <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> and then eventually, I'm like, Dude, like, just here to get some flour. Just needed five pounds of bread flour. <laughs> yep. That's how they get you. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah. And then he's like, well, DirecTV will pay you for that bread flour. And I'm like, you... <laughs> there was one time when I went to Best Buy and I got talked into doing DirecTV and it was awful. And I had to like fulfill a contract and to get out of it, I had to pay money. And that's the last time I ever talked to a salesman in a store. <laughs> yeah. They fooled me once. Shame on me. Yeah. Fool me twice. I like my money. Yeah, exactly. So. <sighs> well, and sometimes you're looking for something like that and it's like, that's very rare. Yeah. I don't understand like how that, I don't understand how they get enough people to sign up for their service. I mean, it really I... is probably just buy now, pay later. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I know that some people will, like, go from one service to another to, like, take advantage of um, deals and uh, first-year things and things like that. So, like, for example, I know someone that does, um, like, food service apps, like, something like HelloFresh or ChefMate or whatever, and really they'll nice. do one of those for X amount of time, and then they'll stop because... After X amount of time, they'll give you back better promotions, so it's cheaper. So they go from mm -hmm. like HelloFresh to Blue Apron to Chef Made or whatever, and then they mm -hmm. just cycle through those benefits to make it so it's cheaper. Right. But you shouldn't do. You should just stick with HelloFresh. <laughs> yeah. Because right the more people that are on HelloFresh, the lower those prices go. Right. Uh, not. no, it's not. It's basically like, yeah, you get those promotion codes and you're it's cheap for X amount of time and then it goes to like regular prices. But then, like, sometimes you'll get like uh, some monthly costs where it's cheaper, so it just kind of depends. Mm, but it seems kind of scammy on, on average. I spend about $80 a week on food, which I don't know. And I don't have to go to the grocery store. That's really not that bad. I know. And 
you don't really have to worry about waste that much because everything's already pre-planned. But sometimes you're just in the mood for something. Right. That's why we do formulas. That way we're just like, eh, I feel like it. Let's just order pizza or something like that. So we're not like, we're not like stuck where we have to make a meal because it's going to go bad or something. Because usually the, the shelf life of a meal is like seven days, depending on what's yeah. in it. If there's like some sort of vegetable or uh, the, the ones with fruit i try and make first because i know like the fruit's gonna go bad first and then if it's like right. zucchini or asparagus or something the asparagus will will get kind of funky after a couple of days a or days. four yeah. like seven days it's like pretty much the end of the lifespan of the asparagus but if you like are aware of food life it's not going to go bad. And I've never had an instance where I've received moldy food or bad food. So, mm-hmm. so maybe we'll be uh, sponsored one day and then I, we can actually uh, tell people to use it. <laughs> Other than just me saying, hey, it's it's pretty good. I'd give it a try. Here's a sponsor. Here's a promo code to try it. But there's plenty of people out there. If you want to try it, look up their promo code. Give it a whirl. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like um, the best unofficial HelloFresh sponsor. (laughs) Just like constantly like, hey, have you tried this? It's not because I'm a part of the, I'm not affiliated with them. It's just really good. It's, It's actually just not bad, honestly. Like. If you want, if you're, if you're tired of the economy right now, you know, charging you $30 for eggs, try HelloFresh. There's no eggs in it. <laughs> yeah, because they're not millionaires either, Eric. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've never had a meal with an egg, so <laughs> try HelloFresh because they're anti-egg. Well, they probably realize that through packaging and all oh, that, yeah. that sending an egg with you is a bad idea. They're more yeah. likely to send a carton of pre-mixed stuff. Yeah. Like, even their milk yeah. is, uh, like, in a, like, a box milk, and it's usually one of the milks that, uh, have a grow up shelf life until you open it, so. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. I'm sure they have yeah. some science behind it. Or something. I don't know. I'm sure they... I'm sure there's people involved. You would think that DoorDash would have their shit involved or shit together too, but like DoorDash is just uh, DoorDash is something else. They're all marketing without any quality. Yeah, I mean, like at one point, and trying to get a refund from them is just abysmal. Well, now you can do DoorDash where um, they pay, they give you perks when you don't get it delivered so they want you to order the mo- the food through the app charge you more for it and then you get money back to pick it up yourself <laughs> how silly is that by the way we use it all the time <laughs> well why would you order ahead like that and then pay more money than what you would using yeah. like some of these individual apps or even just going in person like because yeah. every restaurant marks it up a little bit yeah i mean it on average <sighs> Like, like if, uh, we, if the, if the restaurant doesn't have its own like online app or something, it's nice because you can just order ahead, pick it up and whatever. 
Um, yeah. But. Like most of the time, if I order with the McDonald's app and I go to pick it up, right? Oh my God. Yeah. They offer me like 20 to 30% off yeah. of my order as long as it's above five bucks. Yeah. So some places it's nice, but like fast food stuff, DoorDash is not worth it. Just go to, just, yeah. just get into your car and go get it. <laughs> well, and most people don't realize this, and maybe it's not the same anymore, but most people with Amazon Prime, um, Grubhub is free with Amazon Prime. They're a premium service, mm. so you don't even have to worry about delivery fees. Oh wow, that's kind of neat. Yeah, most yeah most people don't even realize it. Yeah. So I I don't remember the site to tell anybody to navigate to, mm -hmm. but it's like it's not. It's like okay, so if I have to choose between a slightly cheaper meal with DoorDash, mm -hmm. or I have to choose between like no delivery fee and lower service charges with Grubhub, then I'm going with Grubhub. Plus, the nice thing about Grubhub too is that like anytime I've ever asked for a refund from Grubhub, mm -hmm. where I'm like, "Hey, this wasn't my order," and they're like, "Well, yes, it is," and then I show them that like I got spaghetti instead of a quesadilla, <laughs> they're like, "Oh." Okay, we'll we'll take care of that. But if I do that with DoorDash, it is at least forty five minutes of arguing with somebody to get a refund, yeah, and then another half hour to make it worth my time. Perfect. Not even a dick. That's the worst part. To just play yeah. one on TV. I understand. Or in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's all I got for this episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Tune in next time when we have a, I don't know, maybe we'll have a subject to talk about. Yeah. Maybe we'll finish the talk on global warming. Yeah. Once you have the, yeah, we already have part have one something. started. Maybe we'll yeah, just finish it. This, this week was just a little bit of a breather. Yeah. Maybe you learned so. something. Maybe we threw in ethics, but probably not. No, we, we just established microtransactions are bad for the most part. Yeah, and also polluting the ocean's bad. And yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. Yeah. We discussed that. You should burn your plastic. Everybody knows that. Well there was a third old country so like there is we used to sell <laughs> our plastic and recycling to third world countries and they would dispose of it right. by burning it. <laughs> well or potentially by reusing some of it whatever they yeah. could but yeah but but it got to the point where it was just too where much most of it was just waste it got to the point where it was just too much and they're like well we have to dispose of it somehow because we still want money <laughs> but we still have all this stuff oh. so well they just started burning it the solution to this is just sanctions on biodegradable plastics yeah but or, or at least plastics that will decompose naturally within like 20 30 years you know like if in contact with water or whatever because dumps are filled with water but yeah but yeah it probably didn't become cost effective anymore once like you know plastic became so cheap to to make i mean we were making it since the 40s so even before that but really became very uh polymers became a big thing yeah, in the forties and fifties. But either way, maybe that'll be fixed one day. Only if we make a point to fix it, because everything that we just leave on the back burner for the next generation is already piled up. 
we just got to wait for all of uh all the old people to die and have new fresh people in the office and boy do they got yeah. a lot of work to do yeah and like in the meantime i'm gonna play fallout though yeah. that way i can reminisce on what it will be like in the, in the generation <laughs> after that we're, that's just uh yeah exactly we're just we're we just we're just getting ready for the future for the impending nuclear war yeah that's why i'm going to play borderlands <laughs> oh that's fair <laughs> but everybody will eventually be that stupid so that makes sense oh good i'm glad we're ready yeah, we'll have a mix of really like a lot like an idiocracy yeah <sighs> well tune in next time where we talk about something yeah <laughs> all right i'm aaron yeah I'm Ryan. Goodbye.